Hi everyone, this is Alicia from Call for Convert Reform. I just got a new mic, so I hope this sounds a lot better than my old mic. I think it does, um, so I've upgraded a bit. Um, and I don't expect this to be a very long episode, but I did want to talk a little bit about being triggered and uh, just a little bit about the healing process because... Um, you know, I, I have to be very honest right now. Um, I thought for a while that I was doing a lot better. I thought for a while that I was really healing and moving on with my life. And what I have found is that Typically, when I feel like I'm moving forward, I quickly find out that I am not making as much progress as I originally thought. And um, that has affected my spiritual life um, in a lot of ways and um, my, my mental uh, health at times. And, um, it has definitely been difficult. Um, it's, it's really a wound. Uh, what happened to me is such a deep wound and I, 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 I have to admit that I am hurt by it. It's, it's really much more, um, deep and, um, effective to my, my psyche and my, my spiritual life than I originally thought. I really originally thought, okay, I can get a therapist, kind of pray through this and I'll get through it rather quickly. And I'm finding that that's not the case. Um, and I, I think everyone has their own experience of healing. Um, but I, I'm, this is, this is my, my personal experience I'm sharing with you. Um, I'm still really hurt. I'm still really hurt by the church. I'm still really hurt by the people that betrayed me. I'm still really hurt by the people that said, go into a vocation and it will be okay. Everything will be fine. You'll be happy. You'll find your happiness and finding out that's not true, that that's a lie. And, um, you know, I, I thankfully have a wonderful support network of people around me that are helping me, um, to work through this. Um, including some wonderful, wonderful clergy and, um, mental professionals, but it's definitely a process and, um, it's just definitely a wound that's taking a lot longer to heal than I first thought. And, um, maybe some of that's my fault. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's not as easy as I first thought it would be, I guess is what I'm trying to say. 
um, very basically. I, I, I just thought, okay, this hurts. I remember coming home and being in such complete darkness and it was by far one of the most darkest periods of my life. I, I just felt, felt like I was living in a surreal life. It, it was just, um, I felt like I was living through a dream, like a bad dream. Like it didn't even feel real. And I think I really lost touch with reality in some ways at that time because it was just, it was such a, um, a heartbreak. And, you know, the only thing I've heard of that really compares to it is people talking about going through a very bad divorce. That's the only thing that, you know, and the, um, just the modern typical, like typical stories you hear that, that really reflects to any degree how it felt. And so I told myself at the time, okay, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to just, I'm going to barrel through and we're, I'm going to get through this. Like, I'm going to do this. Like it's going to work out. And to a lot, to a huge extent that has been true. I, um, I thankfully had a family that didn't have many resources, but they gave me what they had. Um, and I have been able to get off my feet, get on my feet. Um, and, be financially secure and to have a decent job and um, get a car and, and just start my life over, which was huge. You know, that was basically starting from scratch was was the start of everything is just getting a job again and getting back into the workforce and getting back into the world when I had been removed from it for several years. And you know, at first I just thought this, this is what I have to go through. This, this is, you know, what I have to fight through right now and everything will be fine. And, um, February, so it's, so in February, 2024, um, I'm trying to do, I have to do a little math. So I one, two, three, four. It'll be five years. It'll be five years since I left the convent. And I am still, I'm still fighting these demons. I'm still going through a lot. And that's why I don't do a lot of podcasts. Because the last podca podcast I did for Christmas, um, I really had a rough time afterwards. I really fell into um, a tough spot. Um, and I, I, I don't like the word triggering. I'm not, I, I'm not a snowflake. I don't think I'm, I'm, I don't like these Gen Z words, but it, it, it's applicable here. Okay. Like it, it's triggering to think about all this stuff and to get angry about it. And I, I'm, I'm having to figure it out. And yes, spiritually, I've really struggled. You know, I'm still Catholic. I still practice my faith. 
But there have been times where I've just thought, you know, what's the point? Like, I've just been so uh, hurt by people in the church. What's the point? And I've been reminded uh, many a time that it's not about, it's not about the people in the church and it's not about what they do um, that makes one Catholic. It has to be more than that. And I, you know, obviously I agree with that statement in a general sense because I'm still here. Um, but obviously I, I'm struggling a little bit with my faith and I'm struggling, um, in, in some other ways and it can be hard to understand why this type of stuff happens and why God allows it to happen. And it's just been a lot. It's been a lot for me to process and it's not something that I have just been able, been able to walk away from and get over like I originally thought. And I, I just wish there are some days I just wish that I would be healed from this. I, I like, I'd forget about it and it wouldn't be a problem anymore. And obviously that's not my situation. Um, so, you know, for any of you who are out there that are in the same boat as me, I, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And I really feel for you and I am here for you as much as I can be. Um, and I know some of you have gone through more than I have and you went through more hurt and more, um, trauma than I went through. And, um, you know, you're still going through it. You're still fighting. I mean, I just had five years. Some, some people I know have had, um, six, seven, 10, 12 years under their belt before they left and went through this whole process. And obviously the longer you're in it, the longer, the more, the more baggage you have to, to process through. Um, so, um, sorry to be stumbling over my words at the moment, but, um, I, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry for those who, if, if I'm disappointing you, cause I'm not on here as much as you'd like me to, I apologize. Um, but I definitely need a break. I definitely need a break from going through this and, and talking about it. Sometimes it helps to talk about it. And sometimes I just can't, can't think about it at the moment. Um, it's just too hurtful and it's too painful. And, um, I, I, I can't, I can't do it. And, um, there have been obviously gaps where I haven't been able to podcast. I haven't been able to talk. 
Um, and I've thought, okay, well, I should do a podcast. Like I'm always, you know, I have things pop in my head. Like I should do a podcast about this or I should do a podcast about that. And, um, there's something in me that, that is like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And for the last podcast, for the Christmas podcast, I was kind of like that, you know, I was kind of getting out of this slump and I did the podcast on Christmas and my Christmas is in the convent, which I don't regret because I know it's going to help someone. But I came to a quick realization of why I don't podcast a lot anymore. And I quickly slid into um, a slump. I, I really um, struggled um, for the last few days, ever since I made that podcast, um, going through all of that and all the hurt and, um, not just what the nuns did, but other people in my life who've done similar things, those things start coming up in my mind and in my heart. And it's a lot. And, um, you know, it's just, it is what it is. But um, if you've ever wondered why I don't do like a podcast a week, or if I take months off, that's why. Um, and I, I really hope, you know, I really hope I can find healing. Um, and I know I need to. Um, but it's it's just such a process um and maybe i haven't been as forgiving you know i see a nun anymore and i just look at her and i'm like i i my initial thought is like i hate you like i don't want to be around you like why are you here um again it's it's triggering it's like what either you're abused or you're an abuser. Like, that's my first thought. You know, like, either you are part of the system where you're being abused. Or you're someone who's abusing others. Or both. Right? Um, you know, and in my own my own parish, there's nuns now. Um, living in the convent next door. And so, I get to see them. Um... At, ma- at masses and such and it's just like oh great you know like um you know that's not what I want to see I don't want to see nuns I don't want to be around them um I, I don't want to be reminded of something I gave my life to and that has been so crushing um, so again, it's that, that word triggering, it's triggering, right? That it's something in my mind where I, I see them and I'm just like, I don't want to be around you. Like you're, you're fake, you're phony. And I, I, I can't trust nuns anymore. I can't, um, I can be around them occasionally. 
if I'm in the right state of mind. But I really, I really can't trust them because I've seen, I've seen the worst and I've heard from the worst from my friends who have been through similar conditions. People who are still afraid, even years after being in these situations, are still afraid of coming out with their stories because they're afraid of what these people will do, which is just horrific. Like, you know, that they still can't openly tell their stories and openly tell what happened to them. So, obviously in the Catholic Church, we are in the Christmas season and, um, in a few days, it will be um, the new year. And for any of those of you who listen to this podcast and are survivors of, of this abuse, just know that my heart goes out to you. And um, I'm definitely no better than you. I'm definitely not, well, I don't know, I can't tell that from just talking on a microphone, but, um, I might not be in a better place than you. Um, and this journey of being on this podcast and and speaking out has, has been that it's been a journey. It's, it's not done. I don't know if it ever will be. Um, but I, I know that I'm going to keep speaking out and I'm going to keep talking about what's happening. And um, I definitely want to be there for those who are, are also struggling and also going through this because there's not a lot out there for us. And, um, you know... People need to know that there's other people who have been out in re- the religious life and the religious world, and they've been abused. They've been spiritually or sexually or emotionally abused in some way. And um, people need to know that that others are out there for that, for them, and for for their help. So. Um, Thank you for listening, Um, and I wish all of you a very happy and blessed new year. God bless you. Bye.